Welcome. This is Nutaku, where we talk things anime and manga. We're not experts or gatekeepers, so we're just fans trying to share our love with you. Feel free to interact with us on Instagram and Twitter at NutakuCast, or email us at questions and requests at Nutaku2019 at gmail.com. Listen to us on Podbean, Apple and Google Podcasts, Stitcher and Spotify, and please subscribe and share. I'm Jim. I'm Frank. Happy Hanukkah. Hey, happy Hanukkah. Today's officially the start of Hanukkah. There we go. Happy holidays to everyone. Yeah. To you and yours. Yours. From us to yous. How was yous week, Frank? <laughs> my week was good. I've been uh, watching all of the Star Wars with my brother. Oh, the movies? Yeah. Uh, to, countdown. To, yeah, exactly. A countdown, which yeah. um, I thought it was going to be easy. It turns out there was a lot of movies and to do it in about... Uh, it's nine. <laughs> well, it was going to be nine. <laughs> yeah, to do it in did about... Did you do Rogue One? Too? 13, yeah. So did you do Rogue One before you watch episode... We're doing... The- Four? Yes, we're okay. doing the machete order, and then well, they added that in for the machete, right? So that, yeah. So for those of you who don't know, it's a uh, watching method where you essentially watch Rogue One, four, five, then you go into the prequels. You do not watch one. No, you, you don't watch, watch two one. and three, and then you end with six, and then just you know continue going forward. So I had never done it before. I heard it was a, a, a neat experience. That's the way I do it. So we, yeah, it's it's really well done, and we decided to do it, and. Um, Probably should have started earlier because mm. we're watching, you know, I got work and stuff and I got this and like all this other stuff. So it's like, uh, yeah, sometimes I find myself watching two of these movies a day. They're on a, someone's stream. I guess TNT probably has them on. Yeah. I was watching cable last night cause we didn't have anything to watch. And I was flipping around and cable sucks. Cable does. Unless suck. you want to watch blockbusters. Like they always have like some blockbuster on TNT and then everything else stinks. Yeah. It's usually like an action movie from like Robocop. And I was it's doing it because we're recording. What's today's date? Uh, today is hold on, dude. I don't even the sixteenth. Where are okay, we? Yeah, exactly. so we're recording on the sixteenth because it is the holidays and we are going to spend it with our families. But uh, I was there's a winter storm in Philadelphia supposedly on the sixteenth. We haven't seen a drop of rain or snow, and uh, I went to check the weather and on. I was like, oh, I we have cable. Let me check the weather channel. Yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, after I was done checking the weather, I looked for something else on cable. And there was nothing. Nothing. At we all. just ended up putting on. Um, uh, not the Last Jedi. What's I don't know the names of the new ones. Last Jedi is the most recent one, correct? Mm-hmm. What's the one before that? Do you have uh, what is the new one? Rise of or no, that's no, the newest one. That's Rise the newest. Of Skywalker, Last Jedi, um, End of the Evangelion. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Yeah. Mandalorian, I think, is what it's called. Yeah. How about Mandalorian? How about the Mandalorian? What are you thinking about it now? We're the season. I think is almost done. I think it's only supposed to be 10, 12 yeah. episodes. Well, six or seven. As we do on this show, we watch and review anime series. We do do that and from this, time to time. Yes, and this is definitely, Mandalorian is definitely in the Monster of the Week spinning wheels segment. Uh, I guess world building. I don't know. You could make the argument that it's world building. Yeah. You could definitely, definitely make the argument that it's just kind of time filler Monster of the Week. Fan service too. Fan service as well. Yeah. Uh, maybe just a way to, I know the very negative outspoken people on the internet are just saying that it's just a way to sell toys, which is probably a valid argument. Disney does have a tendency to do That's things so like stupid. that. Uh, but yeah. It of seems, course it is. It's just like a way to... <sighs> 
I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it because there, what, what's what's going on with this show in terms of like, what is what is the end goal? What are uh, they doing? Because uh, he's got the baby Yoda now. Spoiler front, alert. Yeah, we had the front loaded episodes sure. that were more about Mando mm-hmm. and his peoples, right? The Mandalorians, and then we had the Gina Carano episode with the people with the pool, the fish pools. Yes, and then yeah, it's just been. I, I don't know. What's Fan he, service. What's he doing with the baby? What's the baby's purpose? The child. Isn't the, child, it the child. The child. Yes, you're right. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. We're not going to exactly. get it. We're going to get a cliffhanger. I get the feeling that what's going to happen is we're going to get one more monster of the week, and then it'll be like the back end will be like a three-parter right. uh, arc, and then you'll, yeah, it'll be a cliffhanger, and then that'll be it. You're like, Could you imagine watching a 13-episode um, anime? series that was like a, a core that was like five episodes of filler that was just so yeah like yeah. half of it uh well so here's a here's an interesting question for yeah, you because i posed this to a couple people if this show was not star wars would you still be watching it um probably not yeah no so, i'd be bored yeah if you take it out of the universe or right. your investment in that universe already and it's just a regular show like you said like an anime show would you have continued on or probably would you not. be like yeah no i'm done yeah, Watchmen is excellent every episode, and I love that show. Right. But we're, com- I mean, Star Wars is a machine. Yeah. No, I would definitely not be watching. I'd be like, this is boring. Yeah. So it's it, it's a it's a difficult thing. It's a it's a beast in its own right, right? It's Especially kind of knowing exists. that it's like going to be a short season, so it's just going to end. Yeah. In a cliffhanger, probably. Right. It's like give me a break with this crap. And not only that, but I do know that originally they weren't too sure if they were going to go on with the second season because they've right. been a little iffy with the whole solo thing and stuff like that. So it could just be like this this is it. This is the show and it's not like intended to be anything more than what it is right now. I did like some of the cameos though. Amy Sedaris was in it yeah. one episode and um one of my favorite character actors was in the most recent well, it wouldn't be the most recent one when you're listening, but um from the 14th the episode from the 14th mm-hmm. it was uh the guy he's he plays the kurgan in the highlander okay he plays currently he's in the crown and he plays lyndon johnson oh okay he's a specific character i know exactly actor. who yeah, yeah he's okay. the, this really strong devil guy right yeah. yeah when you guys are listening i didn't know that know. okay cool oh, man, wow, I can they, spot, they, dude they, i i cannot be messed with with spotting actors you got an eye for it i do Except for the voice of the guy from the IT crowd, which was the robot, which you told me about. Zero, yeah. But to be fair, you never saw that, or at least... No, I've never yeah, s- watched a, a single episode of IT crowd. He's a big Brit, that's why. You know, a Brit. Can't, can't win them all. I, I do appreciate that, with all Star Wars properties, that the droids are usually the star of the show. I love the droids. Yes. Yeah, because he was great in that episode. I, whether it was him or not, but the guy who... <laughs> That one scene where he's like talking to Man- the Mandalorian about flying the ship and he's just like making these hand gestures. Yeah. It was so good. Now, the droids are by far the best. Like they have put a spotlight, I feel like, with the newer stuff on. They always have now like a droid. Yeah. And it's almost like a wisecracking droid. Or even if it's not, it's just because of the way like with Zero. That's just like the way that they talk. They're very like. Imagine how much they would people would love Jar Jar Banks if he was just done like a droid. Yeah. All his comedy bits and everything if he was just a robot instead. Yeah, I would. Awesome. I mean, that's that's their comedy. Their comedy characters are always the droids. Why don't you just stick with that? Yeah, because I the, did appreciate Bill Burr doing the El Misa Misa thing. Yeah, that. that was good. That like, was really good. Gungan under there. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, nah, it was pretty good. All right, should so we should should we move on with this? 
We should probably move on. This isn't our Star Wars podcast. Stay no, tuned. Maybe 2020 Star Wars cast. Whatever. We can talk about it. I mean, everybody's talking about Star Wars, That's so we'll true. talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's our turn, Frank. Our turn for what? It's our best of the decade episode. What? Everybody's ah. doing best of the decades. They are. Everybody. We don't pretend to be experts. We're not experts around here. No. No. We're, just, we're fans. We're just like you. So this is based, this best of the decade episode is based on what we have watched. Mm-hmm. Mind you, we are, we novices yeah. to this, correct? Yeah. Yes. I mean, I've watched a lot more than you have. Yeah, by far. If, yeah. yeah, like I'm a novice for sure. Yeah. You're like maybe a journeyman. Journeyman? Like. Yeah. That sounds cool. Yeah. It's got men at the end, so it must be important. Right, yeah. Journeyman's like a, yeah, he's like a better novice. I feel okay. Like. Yeah. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. I'm down. <laughs> I I I'm an acolyte. There you go. Yeah, an yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like a Padawan. I'm like you're the little kid. I'm like <laughs> back to Star Wars. <laughs> you're a Jedi Knight, <laughs> Master. Yeah. Okay, you, yeah, dude. I will not kill the younglings. Okay. No. Okay. All right. So this is our best of the decade. Of course, the decade being 2010 to 2019. Now we had a problem because we are currently covering 2019. Yes. We started this podcast in March, I believe. I believe. Yeah, March. I think it was March. Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. So well, we had an issue with like, without revealing what our favorite shows of the t- year are, you kind of like, they might fall into your decade list. You don't know yet. We're not still not done winter or fall. So I got in this weird thing where I was like, do we include 2019 or not? But I decided that if any shows are included, cause we're going to keep this a mystery mm-hmm. instead of telling you whether or not there's 2019 shows. If any shows from 2019 deserve to be on the best of the decade list, we're just going to skip over it and tell you to listen to our year in review episode. Yeah. So that way there's no kind of redundancies and just repeating ourselves. Or just basically, you know, spoiler free episode when it comes to our year in review. Yeah. I like that. So you want to start this off? Yeah, I'll start. So I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell a little story. Okay. I originally had 23 shows that I had to go through to get to a top five. Jim had a lot. So many shows. I've watched so many shows. So I'm going to give some honorable mentions. I'm just going to blow through these real quick. And this might s- tell people what is going to be in my top okay. five. You but. can take a little time, too, if you if there's ones of note that you just want to do a quick little blurb about. Yeah. And if you want to, if you have any questions or comments, go right ahead. Okay. All right. I'm going to start to start on. And I, one of the things that I'm doing is that I had to have completed the show to make it onto the list. Ah, okay. Right. Cause like I could have put the first season of Jojo's bizarre adventure cause I loved it mm-hmm. and I watched, but I've only watched first and second season. It would help if I had watched more of it. Okay. So you that's know? what, okay. Yeah. That's just for me personally. You can do whatever you want yeah. with your list. So I started with uh 2012 space battleship Yamato. This is an honorable mention mm-hmm. 2199. It's an amazing recreation of like a show from my youth but it's made for a modern audience with modern problems, modern science involved. It okay. seems less mystical. Very cool show. Yeah. Uh, it's also the action scenes are in CGI, but it looks cool. CGI done right. Done well. It's done, done well. well yeah. All right. All right. My next one would be 2012's Evangelion 3.0. You cannot redo. So that's Anno's. He t- took the original. like the first two ep- uh, movies of Evangelion. The Shin Evangelions are pretty much retellings of the series. Mm-hmm. Changes a little bit at the end of uh, number two, but by number three, it's a completely it's a completely original story. They took 
the story and just flipped it out. Are we going to be reviewing that? We will be eventually. Okay. Yeah, right. we'll be eventually reviewing that. All right, no spoilers. No spoilers. But, it, it, I mean, it's from 2012, so sure. guess what? It was a while ago. It was uh, a while ago. And he adds more depth, and he instead of just like straight-up rehashing the original, which is a lot of reasons why people don't like uh, the, the Star Wars movie before right. the last one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They're like, you didn't do what I expected. <laughs> Sorry, I was just doing a Star Wars guy. That's cool. No, Sorry, I Star love Wars, Star Wars fans. Wars you don't guy. always yeah. know like that. You sound like so like angry and upset. Yeah. <laughs> I hate George Lucas. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, that's pretty well done. Yeah. Especially if you're, yeah, you're a very specific type of Star Wars guy where you think Star Wars is just for you and your version of it can only exist. Rage and an inability to do anything about it. Really? <laughs> You've turned into what you've hated all along, a uh-huh. Sith. I mean, really, yes. man, come on, man. Uh, I could talk about Siths forever. Let's keep moving. Okay, next on my list, 2016's Mob Psycho 100, particularly season two, because it was like genuinely heartwarming and funny, and Reagan, his like foster father character is amazing. This is one that uh, multiple people, including you, Jim, have told me to watch, and I have yet to do so, but it's it is very, on my it's list. It's very well animated. Yeah. If you like, it's the same writer that did One Punch Man. Mm-hmm. So similar veins in the comedy. All right. 2011 Steins Gate. Uh, if you want to know my opinion on that, go listen to our episode. We do a review of it. Very easy to go hear that opinion yes. in full. Yes. yes, you can. Also in 2011, Mirai Nikki or The Future Diary. Uh, Frank has still not watched that. I think he's hoping someone will request it as a review. Yeah, so uh, real quick, just about some of these ones that I get told, because there's even people who listen to this podcast who will tell me to um, watch stuff, which is very flattering, but some of it is is like stuff where I feel like we're going to do an episode about it, and me and Jim have talked about, so it's kind of like, I want to watch it, but I also, you know, it might be future content, so it's kind of at, at odds with each other. Yeah, we'll get into it eventually. Right, That's yeah. basically it. So Mirai Nikki is like a battle royale type of show so if you've seen battle royale the film it's people they have to kill each other and the contestant wins right i'm not going to give anything more away with okay. that i mean you sold me already. it's violent it's surprising although i did think the back end was got a little little weak it was stronger until a certain point mm-hmm. and last in a complete honorable mention because it's not anime it's marionettes and puppets <laughs> 2016's thunderbolt fantasy who I have been trying to convince people to watch this you show. love this for show. For years. Yes. I love it. It is so good. It's fantasy swords, historical drama, magic, ninjas, Chinese warriors, dragons. It is so good. This is a show, this is another show that Jim has gotten, tried to get me to watch. And not only that, but I have overheard him try to get other people to watch this show too i just can't convince people they see puppets and they're immediately like it's a hard sell just on that alone especially with the description because once you say puppets as we we figured out a couple of you're not a puppet person yeah like there's you're either a puppet person or you're not so it's already a hard sell right i love that show so much but although it's written by jenna rabucci who likes who is the uh one of the writers from um one of the shows i'm going to talk about in a bit Mm -hmm. uh he likes to dabble in different types of um, different mediums. Mediums, yeah. Like so, he did puppets, and he's going to do a YouTube show, which we'll mention a little bit later. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I highly recommend Thunderbolt Fantasy. I've seen the one. I've seen one episode, and it's very pretty to look at. And I'll also, the fight that. scenes are ridiculous. Yes, they're, they're flipping cool. all over the place. And <laughs> it's amazing. 
All right, so we're going to get to our top five. Now, this is our top five of the decade. Frank's going to start off with his number five. I'm going to have a glass of water because I've been talking nonstop. All right. All Frank, right. Go ahead. My number five is Sword Art Online. 2013 is when it came out. Love it or hate it. I think you have to give props to Sword Art Online for being one of, if not the isekai to put the genre on the map and change the landscape of anime to what we see today. Because that has been, I mean, kind of at the forefront for a while now. It just keeps popping up with new series kind of in Sword Art Online. Mine in particular is I went through the first season um, and then stopped halfway through the second season because I, I wasn't as into it, which you'll find with, uh, I think this is actually the only one on my list that I didn't complete or am not caught up on. Uh, it's hard to kind of talk about this show, how many shows it's come out, um, beforehand. Like there had been Isekais, but this is like I had said before, the one to put it on the map. The only one I was familiar with before this was uh, dot hack, mm-hmm. which was a video game and then like a light novel. And then they kind of had done some, um, video stuff with it as well. Uh, I'm fascinated by the world in the first season. It was flat out cool to kind of see, um, kind of the MMO aspect, if you're familiar with that genre of game and like stats and things like that, like things that are, I don't want to say taken for granted, but they're just, you've seen this show so many times before that you're like, oh, okay, like it's not that big of a deal. But back then, I feel like it was a very big deal. And that's, like I said, why it kind of launched almost um, a thousand shows and for better or for worse, uh, you know, it's, it's changed the landscape. So that's my number five. I have watched. You have not a huge fan now, but teach his own. Mm-hmm. I, I liked it until, um, they, he decided to go back in and then it lost me. Right. So that's, yeah. Okay. That's I mean, kind of more or less more than that. Sure. If you haven't seen it, go give it a shot. Yeah. Give it a shot. That's it's very popular and it definitely is a Sekai genre defining. Yeah. For Everybody's sure. doing lost in a video game in another world now. Yeah. So yeah, there give it go. props where it's due. Number five. All right. My number five, 2018's Hina Matsuri. It's a comedy. It's a psychic girl from the future. She shows up in the condo of a mid-level Yakuza member and hijinks ensue. Mm. It is so funny and so cute and so well animated. The colors are great. There's a bunch of these girls that end up in different scenarios. There's three different girls. One's stranded on an island, can't get home. One ends up homeless, Okay, but she becomes a master chef. And then you have Hina, who is the main the main girl from another dimension who's the most powerful one who is just lazy. Doesn't want to do anything. And she's just a burden, but she, you know, she's sweet and she's cute. And the Yakuza members like the way he affects his life and everything. It's just a great show. Was this one season? Just like this a, is one season. This is one yeah. season. Okay, and cool. it's, I think, I believe it was from spring of 2018. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I highly recommend Hina Matsuri. So go ahead. Number four. My number four, and this was honestly a little bit higher, but because I wasn't so into the second season, One Punch Man 2015, two seasons out, uh, I think it's still one of the best of the decade, despite the fact that you had, you know, what was this, 10 episodes ago, you probably hear me kind of complain about it. Animation is top notch. Fighting scenes are full of personality, and the characters are all unique and diverse. Story is good enough on its own, but the humor, particularly them poking fun at the shonen genre, which is a big fan, I'm a big fan of, um, is enough for newcomers and seasoned viewers alike. Uh, I don't really have too many complaints of the first season, and if anything, I feel like it's it's extremely well done, but it should it would have been higher if the second season, I think, I was more into. 
know, when we did our reviews of season two, we, I had mentioned it and you had agreed with me that it was probably the single best season that's been made in a long time. Yeah. Just animation wise and story wise. And it was genuinely funny. It's genuinely funny. And it is one of those ones where you can show people that aren't even into anime yeah. and they will enjoy it. Oh, it's it, definitely a crossover show. Yeah. You can get people into anime by watching that show. Mm hmm. But just don't tell them to watch season two. Yeah, not only that, but <laughs> that sets the bar like kind of high. They're like, "Wow, everything's like this," and you're like, yeah, uh, "Sure, yeah, let's watch something else." <laughs> uh, my turn. Yes, your turn. All right. So my number four, 2011's Puela Magi Madoka Magica. Probably no surprise to anybody who's listened. Uh, if you want to hear my opinions on it, you want to hear a review of it, go listen to our back episodes. There you go. But once again, Jenna Rabucci. Very into it. I yeah. was into it, and you can hear my thoughts on that episode as well. Oh. I like how this is like just—it's just, just like, kind of just plugs for other episodes. Yeah, that's so. fine though. We got to get those clicks. Those get it, clicks. Get it, get we it, got those click. ads. Now people are going to go back and they're going to realize that there's ads in those episodes, and they're going to be like, "Wait a second, <laughs> when did they get ads on this show?" <laughs> all right, Frank, your number three. My number three is going to be Violet Evergarden, 2018. We had just kind of reviewed this same exact thing. Go back and listen, um, but kind of a quick hits of my review of it. Every episode had me emotional. I was invested in the characters, monster of the week, in, uh, done in a very good way. Um, I was almost invested in the characters of each episode more than I was uh, Violet herself. So yeah. go check it out. Definitely good. Slice of life, Slice by definition. Of life, yes. yeah. Monster of the week's a little different. Mm. Slice of life. Fair. Okay. Now, this one was a little difficult for me. And as I said, I had 20-some shows. So it was difficult for me to put down one because Studio Trigger had okay. they had a massive decade. Mm -hmm. So this is kind of an umbrella for everything they did in the decade. So this includes... I'm going to pick SSSS Gridman okay. from 2018, which I've been talking about probably since we started this. Uh, I've been talking about it since I watched it. Right. You've been talking about getting a tattoo of it, too. Yeah. Well, I'm, I've been telling you to do it. <laughs> I'm not getting a Gridman tattoo. Uh, this includes Promare, the film, which mm -hmm. just aired, which, uh, Frank, give us the disappointing news. About uh, the disappointing news is that it was uh, too far away for me to see, and it was too late at night, and I'm an old man. I go to bed at night. And four S-O-X, whatever it was, blows, spit in your face. and So Frank has let us all down. Yeah, I'm sorry. I failed you all. And this also includes Kill La Kill. Which is another amazing series. Uh, they these are two these are things that people just keep mentioning. But one of the shows they don't mention all that often is SSS Gridman. It's an original take on Subaraya Productions Tokusatsu character. Tokusatsu being like giant monsters, giant superheroes, stuff like that. Uh, the character is Denku Chojin Gridman. It's bright and well animated. It has cool destruction animations where cars are flying all over the place. But there's no death because the character just resets everything. Mm -hmm. uh, it's shallow at first, but I think it's a little bit more world building. And then it hits emotional chords like midway through and including the finale, which I watched five times and which is my wife walked down while I was crying watching the finale. Oh, I might go home and watch it again. Oh, now, now that I'm you're talking about it. Just the finale. Yes. I highly recommend Gridman. I I love it. It's so good. Yeah, I'll back up that recommendation for sure. It, and to your point about it being a little, uh, I guess, slow in the beginning, definitely worth like uh, 
pushing through the first two or three Stick episodes. Stick to it. Yeah, because yeah, you're like, wow, okay, I kind of get this. Uh, you probably don't get it. And you'll also be like, oh, yeah, this just seems to be like a basic structure. Is this going anywhere? And then you're like, oh, they have a vacation episode. Why is there a vacation? Right. Oh, man, I don't want a beach episode now. Well, it wasn't a beach episode, but... And then that's the beach episode is actually one of the better ones. Right. So that's sure. when it starts to pick up. Yeah. It's good. Go ahead. Check it out. Uh, my number two is My Hero Academia to 2014. If you guys uh, all like Shonen and you like superheroes, which I like both of those things, this is the show to watch. You're probably already watching it. And if not, this is me telling you and probably Jim as well for the uh, millionth time to go watch this show. Uh, it has a huge ensemble cast of characters. You could always find somebody uh, to who you either relate to or, you know, to be invested in. They all have unique personalities, quirks. Their power sets are really cool, um, well done. Some are better than others, but it's neat to not see the same kind of, hey, this guy flies and he punches people and laser beams come out of his his uh, his eyes. Um, the world is engrossing. The infrastructure is interesting. Uh, cool fights. Training arcs are disguised as... Um, kind of classroom uh, sort of assignments. Mm-hmm. So you don't even realize that they're happening at the time. And this is another kind of, uh, I feel like, genre-defining show, sort of like Dragon Ball Z and Naruto, um, where this will be one that's put on the map, I think, for for years to come. People will be talking about it. Yeah, it's uh, that with another show on your list. Uh, one Punch Man are like the defining superhero shows in the anime genre now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, very good. Good choice. Thank you. My number two, we're getting near the top, is 2016's Your Name. It's Makoto Shinkai's bright and funny, sad, but heartwarming tale of two teenagers just reaching out to find out each other's name. It is a genuinely good movie. I recommend it. It's a movie that I'm trying to watch every year just because it's that good. And it's designed for any audience. Like, it's not just designed for otaku Mm -hmm. it is definitely an anime film so a lot of times you hear uh shinkai being compared to um studio ghibli films sure studio ghibli is a totally different animal they're like the disney of japan right like they make like beautiful films but i never watched it and say oh this is an anime you watch this movie this is definitely an anime it has the structure of an anime but it's just so well told and it's got twists and turns and Mm -hmm you know, ups and downs. And it's, it's a great movie. And I highly recommend you sit down and watch it with your kids. You know, it's definitely a fantastic film. It's a a film for the whole family. You're saying that's what I said. Okay. (laughs) I'm into it. (laughs) All right. My number one, right. We're on one. Oh my God. That was fast. That was fast. That was faster than I thought it was going to (laughs) be. All right. Well, attack on Titan 2013, another big, big one. I think out of I mean, almost Can you believe it's been on since 2013? It is kind of crazy to think about that it has been on for as long as it has, just because it's always... It took a huge ga- uh, break. To, yeah, and it's it's always part of the conversation. It has been since it's come out. So I don't think it's ever kind of fallen off at any point, which is um, to the credit of the show itself. You know what I mean? Like, it's something that uh, has stayed relevant. It, I don't think it's really had too many slow points or anything like that where people have jumped off and... Uh, I've been engaged throughout the entirety of the series. It seems like it's coming close to wrapping up, so I'm excited to see where it goes. But this is another one much like My Hero with ensemble cast. Um, This one in particular, you never quite know where it's going, and the world is full of mystery and um, kind of helps to... I think it helps that you don't know entirely what is happening 
as it is happening. I'm, I'm a big fan of that. And it might seem kind of strange to say, but it, it's almost it's like a unique way to build the world because um, I started watching a show as it aired. And now I think about it, like you get little bits and pieces here about the world, but not until very recently have we really gotten anything kind of of substance. So it's cool. It's definitely worth checking out. This is another one, much like One Punch Man, that I feel like anyone can really just kind of get on board with. Yeah, it's uh, the, the the only knocks I have against that show is the big break between season one and season two, which kind of like, but people still talk about it. Right, People yeah. are still engaged in Attack on Titan. Yeah. My whole thing is that, okay, we've watched up to this point with Attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. And I said it in our spring review show that it could end now. And yeah. I'd be okay with it. But to yeah. bring in another season, it reminds me a lot of the Game of Thrones analogy. Ah, where you're like, yeah. they should end it. This should be the end. Right. He found out this everything. We're good. We don't need to go any further. You don't need to have like a definitive. No, I would be fine. It'd be go. great if they were just like, this is the end. But we got a uh, final season coming, I think, in the fall. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, you got to make that. Cha-ching! Oh, that's, def- that's definitely part of it. <laughs> yeah. Sure. And even though they, I think the manga has been going on just forever, just because they're trying to cash in on it. Yeah, I always, I always wonder with some of those ones. Like, uh, you know, I think the most notable is probably One Piece, where it is like, do you think sometimes it's just, it's just a money thing, or is it like, hey, it's actually really a creative thing, and these, you know, characters just keep talking to them, and they still stories. Yeah, I mean, part of it's probably because he can still tell stories, but. Well, it's got to be money. Yeah, and they got to make a living too. So it's like, okay, cool. And I'm sure they make good money and they've made good money, but you know, eventually that money's going to run out and yeah. you're like, oh, I got to figure out the next big hit. And I mean, in one piece, they're this. looking for the one piece. Right. But I mean, it's just like little story arcs after little story arcs. Right. You can just keep going forever if you just keep doing that. I think that's what he's going to end up doing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's ever, they're ever going to find the one piece. I don't think so either. That's your number one. That's Attack my on number one. What's your number one, Jim? I'm excited for this. Let's okay. go. Can I so my number one anime. It's something that I think a lot of people have slept on in the last, and I ha- don't hear people talking about it as much as they were when it came out. It's 2018's Devilman Crybaby. I have been a longtime fan of Gona Guy from, you know, Mazinger Z, Cutie Honey, and the original Devilman, mm-hmm. the manga. I never, we didn't get the uh, animation except for the OVAs, which we watched the OVAs. We Go did. listen. Go listen. <laughs> quite entertaining for a Halloween special. <laughs> this was never intended to be this like click plug thing. Plug yeah, thing. Plug thing. <laughs> That's funny. We talked about clickbait. Now we're talking about plugs. Uh, This narrowed the horror aspects of the source material, but modernized it and it made it more humanized. And uh, there's great queer characters in the show. There's the hip hop kids are amazing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mickey Makamura and everything that she goes through and how she's such a great character and so uplifting and so ganky. Ganky is a term using like positive, positive, positive character. Um, the father crying scene. Like I can name scenes in the show that are just like mind blowing on how good they are. And it's like all, it's just an analogy for dealing with intolerance in society and getting along. And holy shit, the show is so good and well animated and it's on Netflix. Yeah. Anybody can watch it. Oh yeah. Netflix is notorious for putting out bad products when it comes to anime. Especially the CGI stuff. This and, is not. And here it is at your number one on Netflix. A Netflix show. Yeah, I've Netflix. been complaining about Netflix putting out better stuff because all they do is put out Sinjiani. Right. And, in, you know, in the final scene, spoiler beware if you don't know the story, Satan can't find the emotion until he finally realizes he's in love with his best friend. Like, this is, the show is so good. 
It is. To build on it uh, with the animation, it is also very stylized. It's very cool looking. Yes. It's a very cool looking show. I highly recommend Devil May Cry. If you haven't watched it, mind you, it is for adults. This is not for children. This is the opposite of your... Your, your name yeah. is for the whole family. Devil May Cry Bay is not for the whole family. It is not, no. No. But yeah, that's it. Wow. That was fast. That was fast. Still good, though. How did you you narrow down? Because you had quite a list. Uh, yeah, 23. I just started going through stuff and being like, well, this... I would keep this one. I wouldn't keep. Oh, this one. I didn't watch the whole thing. So mm-hmm. I took that out, made it easy. I had two shows that could possibly be on the best of the decade from this year. And I'm just like, yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to include those. Cause I don't want to, you know, no, that one will be coming up. What are we doing that next month? Yeah. We'll be doing it early January. Yeah. Mid January. Let's see. Cause yeah, for me, I will say, uh, out of my five, two of them in the original rough draft of my list had, uh, 2019 shows on it yeah so and of course i had two shows that were studio trigger shows so it was right. like oh well i can just my favorite one of them no you know That's nothing right. against the other two was gridman i talked about it for a year and i yeah. keep talking about gridman and the op is amazing on that show yeah. and i still love the op and we just got some news didn't we about uh yeah, we'll talk, yeah. i think we'll talk about it next oh week. okay yeah All right. yeah there's more Gridman, baby. We got a Gridman universe coming. There we go. I can't guarantee that's going to be good, but <laughs> it's going to be done by Studio Trigger, and they put out great shit. So. Hyped, though. All right, so looking forward to the next decade. Yes. If we're still alive. Oh, man. What trend do you want to see less of in anime? I'm going to think I know what you're going to say, but I'm, I'll let you know if I guess correctly. But go ahead. What trend uh, would you like to see Oh, less for of? me, it's definitely Isekai. Yeah, that's, I, sure. that's what yeah, I thought. Yeah, that's what, yeah. Like, despite the fact that Sword Art was, was uh, you know, on my top five, I will say that I, I just feel like it's, there's so much of it and it, those slots or these studios can be doing other things than something that, you know, it's like, hey, we have a really good chance of making money with this because it's super popular. And that's, I mean, they got to make money at the end of the day, and I understand it. But from, like, a creative aspect, it's that well, I feel like, is is dry. You're just burning it. Yeah, you're just, yeah, exactly. That's, uh, that's we had we have Kimono Michi for this season, and that's an isekai, but it's a comedy, and it's fun. You see the trend going to uh, self that yeah, jokes make fun of the genre itself yeah it's like eating itself at this yeah. point yeah like i'm watching off of our list i picked up cautious hero recently mm-hmm. and it's funny right you know it's genuinely funny but it's still an isekai and it's still got the same tropes and you're just like mm. right and now we're at a point where i don't think they exist purely like you had said it's either like a comedy about itself it's a meta thing or it's something else on top of it it's just getting to like all right we don't need to do this anymore it can right. just be a comedy or it can just or it can be, just be fantasy like fantasy or, yeah you know, it doesn't have to maybe it's the video game thing maybe they're just trying they have to tie in this uh video game aspect it it may be i mean especially with like the cell phone games and stuff yeah. like that i know there's a lot of money to be made so they're like well if this show gets popular the cell phone game's popular we can just keep them pumping the money out but right. that that's mine what's yours Okay, for the podcast specifically, mm-hmm. I have long name titles that I have a hard time saying. <laughs> you're you're fed up with them. The one how Ooh. heavy are yeah. the dumbbells you lift, or what was the other one? Um, Mommy's oh yeah, boobs. two, two oh, moms two hit two hit multi target attacks. Do you love your mother? Yeah, and her two hit multi target attacks. You're like, oh, okay, this is I gotta say this again. All right, here we go. But uh, my, my trend I want to see less of is if you're going to do CGI, do it right, please. 
You're, you're tired of CGI. I'm tired of bad CGI. I don't mind CGI. It's the Spider-Verse was awesome. Mm-hmm. That was CGI. Right. Harness like a fraction of that, of that Disney money right. and do a proper CGI. Yeah. Instead I, of lazy stuff. Yeah. I think you're right on that <laughs> yeah, one. I, Cause I have to imagine that CGI. So I, I don't know much about CGI. Yeah. I'm not going to act like I'm an expert in how CGI works, but I have to imagine that it must be fairly easy to produce a product, but to produce a product well yeah. is another matter, whether it's money or time or what have or direction you. or direction. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, when it's not done well, even like a poorly animated kind of show is still better looking, I think, than a poorly done CGI show. Absolutely. It's very grating on the eyes. It's almost like if I took a, a cheese grater to my eyes. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> All right. Next decade. The upcoming decade, Frank. Okay. What would you like to see more of? Sure. What would I like to see more of? Uh, well, I'm, you know, I'm always, I'm Shonen, live or die. So some, some good Shonen shows. You want to see more Shonen? I want to see more Shonen, more, you know what? I think maybe unique Shonen is how I should rephrase that. At least in terms of like maybe an original instead of coming off of a source material. Right. That would be kind of neat. Um, and you know, just some stuff, uh, more experimental stuff I'm always into because even if I don't like it at the end of the day, it's neat to see a different art style or maybe a unique format. You know what I mean? Like something where you're like, Oh cool. I see what they were doing. It wasn't for me, but that was, it was something creative. It was something different. Uh, yeah, that would be for me. What about you? I want, I, we've had some stuff, some shows with some queer stuff. It's great. Mm -hmm. Give me more of that. Um, I want a cool mech show besides Gundam or a giant robot show. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess, mean, I guess Gridman is the closest thing, but that's right. that's a guy in a suit, kind of. So, yeah, no, nah, I w- yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, I uh, we're getting a Jen Urabuchi YouTube mech show, which I was going to m- mention earlier that he works in different mediums. Mm-hmm. I'm curious how that's going to go. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm sure it's going to be written well because it's Jen Urabuchi, but right. And not only that is it hasn't been like I don't think released whether or not it's going to be behind their paywall YouTube yeah. Red or if it's going to be released sporadically or weekly or if it's just all in one or like what the deal with it is. Yeah, well, I guess we'll dive into that when we do our winter preview. I'll be in. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I yeah, Mac is like the one thing, especially since we started doing this, and now I kind of think about just my life. Uh, and watching anime in general, I don't really think I've ever watched anything like beyond what we had watched for the podcast in right. terms of mech. I just haven't. I mean, it's basically been Gundam. Gundam, Gundam, Gundam. Gundam, Gundam, Gundam. Well, for a while there, you had a, in the 90s, you had Evangelion came out and then everything was an Evangelion clone. Right, so, yeah. Hmm. I get it. Maybe it's time to return to that well because it's not dry. It's filling up, baby. Filling Let's up. go. Yeah, it's new again. Everybody's got a new generation of people watching Evangelion. Let's do it again. That's true. I'm into it. All right. So next decade, the next decade. You got anything on your wish list? What do you mean wish list? Like I don't know. I sent you the question. You didn't look at it. No, I. I mean, I looked at it, but wish list like in terms of anime in general. Anime, or just like, a, yeah. Anything revolving around anime. Your life. Sure. Uh, answer anything, Frank. Whatever you like. You know what? I'm gonna. My life, I wish that I... No, I'm just kidding. Um, For me personally, I know the next decade... I was talking to Jim about this a little bit earlier, but I 
I always kind of give myself little challenges, I guess, stuff like that to kind of keep me I, you know, on my toes and stuff like that. For the next decade, I, I definitely want to go back a little bit more and invest some time in things that are, I don't want to necessarily say classics, but things people talk about, things like that. Like for me, you know, we talked about uh, JoJo. I want to go back and that's kind of my thing to watch. So I will hopefully be kind of checking in here and there, the podcast in terms of... Um, what I think about that. Yeah, I think I think I'm gonna dive into I started Jintama. So I'm gonna try to bang that out. Yeah. And that'll be fun to kind of see. For me with JoJo, I think there's just so much stuff that I miss out on. Yeah. Especially like in certain communities and things like that. Like I really love memes and stuff like like that has just taken on its own life. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that does nothing for me. I have no idea. So <laughs> like it's like one of those things where I feel left out of the conversation. So it has that to it. Um, but in general, just, you know, consuming content that I think I have, I have to be better about consuming content that I care about. Yeah. Whereas there's so much kind of white noise, uh, with anime and in general, um, just because of how like digital clutter is. And yeah. I think that's going to become more and more apparent as things become more and more readily available. Uh, because I just, I just watch so much stuff and some of it at the end of the day, I'm like, they're like, Hey, it's getting canceled. And I'm like, good. And I'm like, well, wait, I just watched like three seasons of that show. You know what I mean? Um, what about you? What are your, what are your, some hopes, dreams? Uh, I want a Mirai Nikki decade edition with a, you action figure. Cause I don't have one of those. Yeah. That's it. Does that sounds specific. I, that's enough? super. Yeah. No, it's not specific at all. I want <laughs> them to finish the live action Akira. Okay. Which has now been pushed back again. Yeah, I get the feeling that that's probably not happening. I know. Yeah. They're casting Japanese actors. Oh, impossible. There's no Japanese actors. Come on, man. Yeah. I want to go back to Japan in 2021. Oh, okay. You're putting it out there. That's my date, 2021. 2021. Yeah, I'm going to go with a group of people, I think, this time. Okay. It's going to be their first time. I've been there, so now I can be a tour guide. So now you're you're the uh, I'm the man in the know. You're like, yeah, I know. We gotta go this little place right here. I want to go. Out. Trust me, I want to go to a lot of places I haven't been to. Oh, okay. It's funny when you look at that list of the things that we wanted to do. We only did half of them. We were there for two weeks. So That's much crazy. stuff. Yeah. Um, I started Jintama. I want to watch some shows that were um, the 2000s that were huge that I missed out on. Jintama. Mm-hmm. Um, I never was a Naruto fan. No. Uh, a show you mentioned comparing it to Fire Force. I forget which show it is. Um, it's like a shonen show. I've never watched that either. Okay. I forgot what show it is. Bleach? Bleach. Yeah, I've never watched Bleach. A lot of these shonen shows that were huge hits in the 2000s, I've never watched a single uh, episode so, of it. Okay, so you mentioned Naruto. Is that just, you just don't, like, if you watched it at all? Or yeah, just, I watched the first season. And I read the manga. Oh, yeah, okay. it just wasn't for me. Yeah. I read a lot of the manga. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, then it might just not, not be for you. Then, I mean, mind you, in the 2000s, I'm a little bit older than the market audience for yeah. it. So it's like I was looking for stuff that was a little bit more... I always wonder how some of that stuff kind of ages, especially with the Shonen stuff, because streaming, I think, both helps and hurts going back watching those shows. Granted, I haven't done a binge of anything, I don't think ever, mm-hmm. but it does make me wonder, like, okay, is it a lot easier to push through filler episodes, or you just decide to skip them, right. or, you know what I mean? It's just, the binging helps it, where you're just like, oh, okay, this is just a filler, and I'm just going to kind of mindlessly watch this beach episode for three, ep- uh, three right. episodes in a row. I, I, I don't I don't know. Yeah, for someone that's like 
that grew up watching Naruto, I had Macross. You know, yeah. it was just a different time. Sure. And yeah. less stuff when I was young. I just think I missed out on an entire decade for a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I want to get caught up on it. Yeah, that's cool. It's a good it gives me a better perspective on everything. And yeah. plus, I don't watch as much TV. Frank and I were talking before the podcast, before we came on. And he asked, he said, how do you get time to watch all this stuff? Mm-hmm. And I don't watch TV like other people do. Like, I only, I have a couple of shows that I watch, and I watch them with my wife. It's very difficult to, like, sell me on stuff. Right. So I have empty time. And I don't really play video games. I read books. Right. So it's like I have some empty time, and I'm like, yeah, let me pop this show on. And they're 25 minutes a piece, so I can just bang out a couple of them and then get in the shower and go do stuff. Right. And then that way you also, I guess, can develop a sense of whether or not you like something or, yeah. you know, you kind of, yeah, it makes sense. So Gin Tom is number one. That's I just started that. And talk about, like, a show that's really well animated and but it's still dated and you watch it and you're like, wow, man, this is like, it's definitely dated. Right. Yeah. Oh, I also want to lose like 40 pounds. Yeah. I, I, uh, well, (laughs) I just had surgery on my leg again. So my tentacle leg, I wanted to turn back into a human leg. Oh, okay. I released the old gods out of it. The tentacles came flying out during Mm -hmm. surgery as you do. And, uh, it's just so happens to be a new year resolution that it's just in time for me to, I'll be able to work out by next week. Oh, there we go. So let's get back in the gym. Let's, let's get, do it. Let's get buff again. Yo, you know what? You can always be, you can always be healthier. You know, be you better, got, man. You got get some, better. Yeah. You got some bad habits. Maybe you smoke too much. You drink too much. You eat too much fast food, something like that. Yeah. You have a negative thoughts. You're being mean to people. I you definitely drink to too much. That. You don't have to. It's, Yo, you, you can, can choose to be good. Be good. Yeah, exactly. You can change. That's true. There we go. That's what we're all about here. Listener questions. Send us questions on Instagram and Twitter. Email us at newtalker2019 at gmail.com and we will read them on the air. This is a question we're not going to be able to answer. We were asked about, uh, by the time this airs, it would have been last week, Mm -hmm. uh, the Tales of Princess Kaguya was in theaters. Neither of us have seen it. No. 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 Uh, It is a Ghibli film, right? It is Ghibli, yeah. I will say that I've watched a couple of them. I'm actually really excited to go back. That's probably like another 2020 goal. HBO Go. HBO, now that they have become easily accessible. Because, man, even though, like, they've always been difficult. You just had an arm and a leg. Or, you know, you pirate it if that's your thing. Uh, But even the most of the, like, I've looked for some to watch with my wife. Because I talked about a couple of them being amazing. Sure. She's like, I really want to watch these films. And then the one I get is like a dub. Yeah. And it's like, I can't find a sub. Like, you're not doing it. Yeah. I remember even when video stores were a little bit more of a thing, you know, 10, 15 years ago, it was still hard to get some of them. Like, it just has never been easy. So I'm excited to kind of experience some of these for the first time. But this one, nah, I've never caught it, unfortunately. I will, though. It's a good request. Once we get the, once we get it streaming, we can watch it. Yeah, it'll be a lot easier. Yeah. We can watch all of them. Yeah. At once. Send the request. Streaming at once. Send it. Push the button. Yes. Send. You got anything else? No, that's it. We got another decade upon us. Time is relative, though, Frank, and I've talked about it before. Time and place. Exactly. You take a, a, a couple of years to get to Jupiter, and years have passed on Earth. Man, that's wild. That's wild, crazy, man. man. Time and place. Man, relativity. Theory of relativity. Exists in all times. Yep. <laughs> Thanks for joining us this week. Once again, please share us with your friends and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at NutakuCast. Send us questions and show requests. Our email is Nutaku2019, and we will talk about all of them on the air. Listen to us on Podbean, Apple, and Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. You got any song requests? 
song requests? Maybe I'll sing one for you like I did last week. Oh, Secret yeah. Agent Man. Yes, Secret Agent there Man. There we go. Let's go. Please subscribe and share. I'm Jim. I'm Frank. Happy holidays, everybody. Yeah, happy holidays. Gambate. Gambate.